It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French from Paris. If it's the first time you're joining the show, bonsoir, good evening. Um, I don't know about you, but lately, at this, I would say, end of quarantining, with my only companion, this teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. By the way, I don't know if you know him, but he's on my website, therendezvousshoot.com. Always smiling, Mr. Lewis. It's the perfect quarantine companion. Doesn't, too bad he doesn't talk back. Or maybe it's better he doesn't talk back. Anyway, uh, if you have you know, one thing at home, I just wanted to know if I'm the only one. If you have one thing at home, a teddy bear or something, send me the picture at therendezvousshoot.com or put it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Send me a DM. Uh, teddy bear or any pets or something that has been there for you for the last three months and helps you keep that joy of life. Just wondering. But now back to you. You questions and you calls are next. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sarah. Bonjour, Simon. Hi. Bonjour. So I understand you online dating and you you are facing difficulties and challenges. What is going on? How can I help? It is so hard. And I feel like because of the quarantine, it's even harder because it's not like you can meet everyone in person right away. You're kind of like trying to weed through to just until you actually trust somebody and only then you meet them in person. Right. So I, I'm carefully trying to like talk to guys, but sometimes on this app you can talk to somebody for a really long time and then they just disappear. Here, here's what happened to me. I'm, I was talking to this guy for almost a, for a week and we scheduled a date for tomorrow. Actually, we're supposed to meet tomorrow. Yep. And I go on the app. I cannot find our conversation. I can't find his profile. Everything was like deleted. And oh. it's just really weird. I'm not sure if he blocked me on the app or if he just deleted the app himself. But it's really weird because we were talking for like a week. And he was so into it, too. It's really, I don't know. So the good side of the quarantine and online dating is that because we can't meet, we have to get to know each other, right? So uh, I think every conversation lasts longer. I saw something on, on a report from Match or another app that... Uh, people spending more, twice the time just texting each other and getting to know each other in their videos and, you know, chatting. What The good thing is, it's going to uh, help you weed all the bad ones. So this one, for instance, imagine it, you may have met him and then maybe liked each other, maybe, you know, be romantic, ooh la la, and then he would have, you know, ghost on you, except you would have had all of that for nothing. Right. Now, what happened is that he showed you his real nature a week later, and it's going to spare you a heartache uh, later on. Yeah. So I know it's frustrating, but it's also satisfying to know that you avoided the jerk. Right. <laughs> right? Because that's what's going to happen with the quarantine time after all this time is that, you know, nobody had any romance, no ooh-la-la, no touching, no kissing, no smoochie-doochie, nothing. Right? So mm -hmm. all we can do is get to know each other. And there are people that just, you know, want to be entertained. There are people who have girlfriends or wives that want to be, you know, fantasizing about having a girlfriend. Maybe that's this guy. And there are guys that just, you know, lose interest. And, you know, online dating is there's so many options for everybody. You lose interest fast. So my advice to you is be patient, 
but realize you avoided a big time jerk. I'm almost certain of that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's Thank you, Simon. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Call me anytime. Have a good night and good luck to you. You too. Thanks so much. Overall, do you think this quarantine has been pretty good for you when it comes to online dating? Let's talk a little more about that. I'm just wondering, for all the online daters, uh, do you think the quarantine, which is almost like three months, has it been good for you and why? Um, you know, and to the point of my last caller, Serafina, you know, she was upset. She spent a week chatting and then the guy ghosted on her. I said to her, listen, imagine if you met the guy and you ulala with him, how upset you would be, he ghosted on you a week, two weeks later. So the good news for me about this quarantine time, it took away any chance to ulala or meet. And, and I know it's strange to say it's a good news, right? Especially from a Frenchman. But the good news is it forced you to get to know your potential partner and vice versa because you knew that you were not going to meet. It's a unique time. We can look at it positively. I think it has been very helpful to avoid mistakes. Now we know the positive effect of it. Do you think after quarantine you will take the same time before you do meet or you will go straight back to the good old days? Next. So we can agree that the good effect of quarantine, it stopped the ulala and the drinking, the uh, meeting at the bars and then the mistakes also. We had to get to know each other. That's the positive side of the quarantine on online dating. Everybody had to make the effort to talk, chat, text, uh, video chat, knowing it was purely to get to know somebody that you're not going to ulala anytime soon, obviously. Now, think about hopefully a couple of weeks, a couple of months from now, hopefully everything goes back to normal. Will you continue to take your time before you meet again, or will you go back to the sooner we meet, the better? Here's my advice. There's a right medium in between. Take more time to get to know each other than you did before, and you will be happier with the result. That is my advice. Now, any questions about your love life? Call me, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Anne-Marie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand your boyfriend uh, does something that gets on your nerves. How can I help you? What's, what, what is he doing? So, as you know, the world is going through some really challenging times right now. And it's been difficult for me to not feel depressed and I really love my boyfriend. I do. And he's always trying to make me feel better with laughter. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when I've been feeling overwhelmed lately, he makes these jokes or like silly faces or does character voices. And he tries to cheer me up. But it, it just makes me feel angry. And I don't want to shut him down and take away his joy. But I just kind of need your help on how to handle this. Sure. Um, so far... How did you tell him or how did you express to him that this was not working for you, all the jokes and, and the character stuff? I told him that I felt like he was not being very sympathetic and that he was being cold about the situation. And he said that he didn't really feel that way. He was just trying to make me feel better. I see. So he, he didn't get it. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, ideally, how would you like him to react when you sat and depressed? What would you rather uh, him to do? 
I appreciate that he tries to find the bright side, and and I do love his positivity. So I would like it if he remained positive, but just didn't make so many jokes. Right. So um, I suggest you tell him just like you told me exactly that. Say, listen, uh, when I'm a little depressed, I love your positivity, but please wear less jokes. It's not funny. It's a pain. When I'm in pain, don't make fun of me. And he's going to say, I'm not making fun of you. He said, yes, because if you don't respect my grieving and healing time with being positive and you joke about things that I don't think are funny, then it doesn't help my healing. And I need mm-hmm. your support. And, you know, I love you with all my heart, but I need, you know, less jokes, more, you know, be an active listener and be there for me with your positive energy. But uh, the jokes has to stop when I'm not feeling them because it's kind of almost passive aggressive against me to do this because I don't feel I'm hurt then. That makes a lot of sense. I think also saying that it feels passive aggressive, that's totally true. And I think if I vocalize that, that's going to make a difference. Exactly. The word passive aggressive uh, is so important in relationships because we all use it. It's the easy way to express an awkwardness and annoyance. And so tell him, don't be passive aggressive. Those jokes are an expression of passive aggressiveness uh, towards Mm -hmm. me. It has to stop. I will. Thank you so much. Anytime, Anne-Marie. That's what I'm here for. Good luck to you and uh, have a good night. Thank you. Good night to you. Passive-aggressive. I want to emphasize on how do we all use that communication technique uh, and why. Next. Have you ever been in a relationship and your partner really annoyed you? You didn't want to start a big fight, so you used what I call the passive-aggressive technique. So, you know, instead of, hey, you know, you're really annoying me, stop it, uh, you do something that is more subtle. You do something that's going to annoy your partner, but it's not obvious. Let me give you an example. Um, you will um, make a sound when you eat that, you know, you know hurts uh, the ears of your partner and annoys them. You will, like my last caller said, jokes when it's not funny. You will try to put guilt on your partner. But you don't yell at your partner and you don't confront them directly. It's a passive aggression. It's the lowest part of the iceberg. Uh, but it hurts the same. And uh, I've made that mistake too many times, so I am going to plead guilty. And I'm going to tell you a story of how I used to do it. And then you can decide what you would have done if you were my girlfriend then. Next. So the whole show, the whole rendezvous is based on don't do like me, do better than me. That's why I do this show, so you don't make my mistakes. Anyway, I was talking about passive-aggressive, and here what I used to do. So uh, when I dated somebody who get on my nerves, to get on their nerves back or to express I was unhappy, I would try to use the guilt trip. Right? One way or the other, I would find an angle to make my girlfriend feel bad. So I didn't like what she was wearing. And I would, I would do it nicely. I would just do, I, I don't know about this dress. I, those shoes, are they too, uh, too high, the heels for you? I, no. And that was my technique to express you know, my passive aggressiveness. And then one day, you know, a girlfriend told me, you know, it really hurts my feelings. I mean, if you're mad at me, just tell me you're mad at me. Just say, hey, I'm upset at you. You don't have to be so passive aggressive. Man, that hit like a punch in my face. And I stopped doing it. So keep that in mind. Be direct. Be honest. Be yourself. No passive aggressiveness. You call the next.
any questions, and I mean it, about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nelly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nelly. So, um, I understand your ex reconnected with you, and then what's going on? Um, so, yeah, my ex, we broke up 16 years ago. We both had other relationships, had kids, broke up with those people, and then he, out of the blue, reconnected with me, and it's he's kind of being very flirty and reminiscing about how things used to be and how I was the Ooh. love of his life that got away and how he never should have, you know, let me go. But mm -hmm. he still seems like the same boy who drinks too much and hasn't grown up. And it's that romantic <laughs> part of me wants to believe that he has changed, but the practical part is like, is he capable of changing? You actually uh, have a great way to figure this one out because you said it in your question. You say, you know, is he the same, you know, boy drinking too much and being silly? Uh, in your intuition, Nelly, we're going to go straight to the answer. In your intuition, do you think he has changed or not? No. I want to say yes, but no, I don't. That's it. But listen, I don't want you to waste your time again. If so, you know, as flirty as he is and charming as he is, if he has not evolved to be a more mature person, why would you want to spend time with somebody who's childish? No, you'd think he'd grow up 16 years later. We're old now. Come on. It's not time that makes somebody evolve. It's the pain and the ability to work on your pain and the reason why everything happened. If you don't question yourself, you don't evolve. You just get the yeah. same person looking older. If you don't wow. ask yourself the questions when you fail, when you're hurt, when you cry, of what happened, what have I done wrong, you never evolve. You stay the same with more wrinkle and less hair. Plain right. and simple. Spare yourself the heartache. Don't date him anymore. I won't. I won't. I promise. All right, Nelly. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you. Coming up next, I'm going to go to my voicemail because somebody needs my help when it comes to a long-distance relationship matter. So her voicemail is coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have questions for me, don't hesitate. 24-7-855-905-8255. Just leave me a voicemail like this one. Hey, bonjour, Simon. This is Bianca. Um, I... <laughs> I have a pretty sticky question to ask. Um, I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about eight months, and he just found out that his company wants to possibly send him over to Germany for uh, six months or more at the end of the year, if they possibly can. And uh, uh, we haven't talked much about it. He just kind of told me that this is happening. And I... I don't know what to do. Um, I love your show, and I love the advice you give, Simon, and I would love if you would kind of talk about that and let me know your thoughts. Thank you for the voicemail. What should you do if your partner just announced you that he's going to go overseas at the end of the year? I'll tell you what I would do next. What would you do if you were with somebody for about eight months like Bianca who sent me that voicemail, and her boyfriend announced to her that possibly at the end of the year, uh, his company wants to send him in Germany, so overseas, right? And they just talked about it, so she's shocked, she's worried, what should I do, what should I not do? 
here's my advice. Don't be afraid of long distance. Because if the universe wants you guys to stay together, you're going to find a way. And you should talk about it without any fear or anxiety. You know, a lot of people get together in the same town and it doesn't work. And some people, are, you know, separated for a while and it works forever. It's not about the long distance that matters. It's how much he's going to want to include you in what you guys can do together over there. What's the plan? So talk about it. Don't be afraid of talking about it. Have a great conversation. Always follow your intuition and trust the universe. It's whatever it's meant to be will happen. Your calls and your questions are next. You want to illuminate the universe tonight? Just look by the window if you're driving or if you're at home. Just look out. I'm, I'm looking out. It's all dark in the Midwest here. And chilly, by the way. Still at night. Anyway, uh, if you want to make it a little warmer, share with me a love story. Share with me a positive story. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sue. Bonjour, Simon. So, I understand that, lucky for you, you have a very unique online dating partner. Why is he so unique? You know, we, we kind of had started, we actually had matched kind of at the beginning of all this craziness. And um, and so, we've never actually met in person. We just do, like, FaceTimes and um, stuff like that when we are wanting to hang out. And, um, so a little bit ago he asked me for my home address. And at first I was a little like wary, like, why do you need my home address? You know, we're not hanging out. And then he said, just, you know, do you trust me and give it to me? And here's mine. And so I had his address. So I felt, you know, a little bit better about it. And so I just went and gave him my address. Well, every Monday I get mm-hmm. a different color bouquet of flowers with a wow. hand. Yep with a handwritten note that says, I know, handwritten, uh, that says, you are a shining light in all the darkness in my life. Oh, that, that is romantic. That, yeah. Listen, you're going to make some of my listeners jealous. I'm not sure everybody's getting that every Monday. This the flowers and the handwritten note. Listen, I got a question for you, Sue. Is there, are you um, sending him notes too? Are you doing? Are you planning? Or, because you gotta be also, you know, reciprocate the romance. What What's your plan? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I I didn't really know what to do. I didn't. I felt sort of weird sending a guy flowers or whatever back. So I've been just mailing him, um, like you know, you can get just. I keep just blank, you know, just blank note cards at my house, and so uh-huh. I've been sending him, and I I'm pretty okay at art so I've been sending him drawings of different places that I want to go with him when we're allowed to travel again I like this is romantic listen this this is romance this is what I say when we say you know what is romance well you know so that is creating an exhilarating feeling of feel-good vibe in somebody else's heart I I wish I got a a card like this uh, from from someone so I need that too. Thank you so much, Sue, for sharing that. You guys, both of you are romantic. Love it. Thank you for bringing that little story in the universe of the rendezvous tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. I want to finish the show with a simple but I think right-on question for the time being. How do you feel about virtual dates? Let's talk about that next. So you know with the quarantining thing, we all kind of live in the virtual world. I mean, I, I do the show from home. Uh, most of my team members are at home. Only one is directly at the studio. But we all got used to this. And 
what we've got used to is also virtual dating, right? So basically, I don't know if you do it or if you've done it. Uh, you go on Zoom, you go on FaceTime, you get to know each other without being in person. I want to know what you felt about this new way of dating. Uh, and I posted that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Interestingly enough, 76% said they're awkward and 24% said they are fun. Me, I would say they're always fun because meeting somebody new is always fun. It may be awkward if you don't follow up, that's true, but at the beginning, I think it's always fun to say hi to somebody new, so I'm all for it. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for being with me, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.